Hello, and welcome to A Closer Look. I'm Tara Metal, Digital Content Manager at the Harvard Art Museums. I'm Michael Rika, the Administrative Coordinator in the Director's Office at the Harvard Art Museums. This season, we're exploring museum jobs, why we wanted them, how we got them, and what they're really like. Through a series of conversations with our colleagues, we'll seek to demystify the museum world, discuss some surprising career paths, and explore jobs you might not have considered. This week, Michael is talking to curatorial assistant Heather Linton, who works in our division of European and American art. Uh, hello, Heather. How are you? Hi, Michael. I'm great. So nice very, to talk to you. Very nice to talk to you. And it's nice to connect as we haven't been able to do that uh, as we would have uh, if, when we were working in the building. So, so I'm glad for this opportunity. And can you just tell us what your title is? Yes. I am the curatorial assistant for special exhibitions and publications. And as you said, um, I work specifically with the Division of European and American Art. So one of our three curatorial divisions at the museums. And how long have you worked at the museums? I have been at the museums for over six years now. I started uh, very excitedly about a month before the museums reopened. Um, That's right. And so I started in October of 2014, and we reopened in November 2014. And you have had a very interesting path to your current job, because you began uh, in a different department and, and kind of, you know, sort of crossed over into a curatorial department. So can you speak a little, just, just a little bit about your path at the museum? Definitely. I, when I began in October of 2014, I came in as one of 12 um, new members of the visitor services team. So my role at that point was really to welcome people into the building, um, work with the museum shop and at the admissions desk. So really giving a warm welcome to folks who are coming into the building um, and helping out with that team, which was really wonderful. Um, that was a, a part-time position and, mm -hmm. and, Thereafter, um, I would say maybe it was a year, a year and a half or so of being in that position, uh, a position became available as staff assistant in the Division of European and American Art. And I was able to move up to the third floor yep. from the admissions desk uh, to that group. And as staff assistant, I was really taking on a lot more administrative work and behind the scenes work and touching sort of all aspects of the curatorial work of art division and of the museums, which was a lot of fun. And when the person who had assumed my current position moved on, um, I was able to move into this role as curatorial assistant for special exhibitions and publications. So I've been in three roles in my six years <laughs> at the museums and have um, learned a lot in each capacity, I have to say. And I feel that each role has really boosted me into the next. And I've, I've been able to bring that experience along. And for that, I'm grateful. Can you tell me uh, uh, specifically what you do in your current role as curatorial assistant and maybe speak about how is that different than your staff assistant role? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. So I do many, many things in my current role as curatorial assistant. Um, it would be really difficult actually to list all of the different 
types of tasks that I perform in this role. But, and I should say also that the curatorial assistant role is a little different at every museum. Mm -hmm. Um, So not all roles look exactly like mine. Um, But here at the Harvard Art Museums, I work primarily with the curators in my department on all aspects of our special exhibitions. So from the really early stages of just putting together an exhibition proposal to present to to our leadership team, to creating early checklists for exhibitions and maintaining those throughout the life of the project. Mm -hmm. Um, I collaborate a ton with colleagues across the museums, as you know. Yes. Um, Exhibitions have many, many moving parts and my job is sort of a project manager role on the departmental level to really make sure that everyone is up to speed, everyone is collaborating towards the same end goal. That includes budgeting, working with communications, working with our um, division of academic and public programs on what programming for an exhibition might look like, to um, facilitating honorary payments for um, for maybe an outside speaker who's coming to give a lecture on mm-hmm. an exhibition. Any administrative task that you can think of associated with an exhibition, if you have any of that experience, um, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, There are many things that become second nature and also many tasks that are unique to every single project and we kind of start afresh. So while I'm not the person who has all of the answers, I am the person who finds those answers. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's sort of my role in the exhibition process. And then on the publication side, um, some people may know that many special exhibitions often have a publication come out um, to supplement the exhibition. And my work there is much the same. The process looks very different because we're dealing with a physical book rather than gallery space and exhibition. But again, working with colleagues every step of the way to make sure that all loose ends are are tied up, um, making sure that everyone's on the same page, that people who we're contracting to write for us for catalogs are paid and and that books come out on time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is which is very important and I'm sure not an easy task. That is very true. But you touch on something very important about, I think about museum work in general. I certainly think somebody in your role, he deals so much with being collaborative and collaborating with other divisions. What, what are some of the skills and attributes uh, and you know, abilities would be good for somebody in your role or, or interested in um, being in a, in, a, in a job like yours? That's a really good question. Yes, collaboration is a huge part, especially at the Harvard Art Museums. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes so many people, I think more than people would realize to actually put these kinds of projects together. So I think one is an appreciation for organization and ability to construct your own sort of organizational uh, tactics, structures, Mm -hmm. and um, really find good ways to work within those for oneself, but also to be really flexible all along the way, knowing that dates will shift, uh, priorities will shift. Yep. Um, something unexpected will always come up. So as much as I love organization and structure, I have to have in equal measure Mm -hmm. the ability to be flexible and go with the flow and say, okay, 
this came up. This is how we'll respond to it. And this is how we're going to move things forward. I think those qualities are really, um, really useful. Also, I'm someone who loves the arts and loves creativity and loves hearing about these ideas and love going to museums. So I, I have a draw toward the creative, but I'm also someone who really likes to organize. So the administrative work sort of combines both. Mm-hmm. I love to be organized in service of something like very creative. And, and that's really fun for me. And I think this and going back to your question about how my current work overlaps with my work as a staff assistant, mm-hmm. Those same strategies for how I work and how to keep momentum going for all of these projects is really kind of at the core of a staff assistant job, because in that role, I had to be ready to assist any one of my colleagues with any number of tasks, big and small. So getting to know everyone's individual sort of communication preferences, working preferences, personalities, learning that um, sending an email to one person will get a response. But to the next person, I really need to pick up the phone and call to get an answer. And for some people, you need to show up at their office. (laughs) That is absolutely true, as you know very well, Michael. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Much more difficult to do these days, but definitely a strategy. So I think that the work that a staff assistant does, which is a very administrative based role, um, is still really integral to the work of at the core of the group, really, and um, simply carries forward into something like a curatorial assistant role as I have now, because I use all of those skills. They're just in service of specific projects with very specific needs rather than a general complicated, complex need for the department. I'm curious about a couple of things about sort of, you know, when you were younger, what you were thinking about, what do I want to be when I grow up and that kind of thing, as well as what your path to coming into the museums has been and perhaps what your educational background was. I grew up in rural Alabama and spent my life there as a child until the age of 11. And we did not have access to museums in Mm -hmm. the way that someone growing up in Cambridge or the Boston area does. Right. Um, And in fact, I don't recall a visit to an art museum specifically until I was in high school at the age of 17. Wow. So growing up, my options... I didn't know at the time, but I I, I felt like, well, of course, I'll grow up to be a teacher. I want to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a first generation college graduate. I'll go to college and I'll become a teacher because I loved school. I loved like writing on the chalkboard (laughs) and um, was an overachiever, always the first one to hand in an assignment. And I loved getting my A's uh, and gold stars. So that was that was sort of what I imagined as a kid. And sort of going to my sort of first museum visit as a high school student, I was living in Miami at the time. My family ended up moving around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. My, I was in photography courses um, as an elective and fell in love. I could not get enough of it. And oh, in wonderful. my... 
Yes. So I took two years of photography in high school. And in my second year, I believe our, our class took a field trip to an art museum in Miami mm -hmm. and it was kind of mind blowing. It was a completely new world for me. Um, and so continuing on, I, I, I spent my time as an undergraduate at the University of South Florida in mm -hmm. Tampa, and I had no idea what path I was going to take. As a freshman coming in, my only goal was to sign up every semester for a photography class. <laughs> and I know like photography is in the digital realm, realm now, but yeah. back then um, everything was analog. So it's film, darkroom, so magical. And mm -hmm. at a certain point, uh, you have to you have to declare art studio as a major in order to continue on with photography classes. So that's how I determined a major. That's why I, I was an art studio major, so that I could take photography classes. And thinking at that point that I would either go on to an MFA or an MA, um, I definitely knew that I wanted to continue my education, but I did take a break of, of about three years to mm -hmm. sort of work. I did not have an opportunity to, to work in the arts field, actually. So I was doing administrative work for a couple of different nonprofit organizations in the Tampa area mm -hmm. and decided to go back to school and um, that time pursue a, a master's and MA in art history. I have to admit, I am not a great artist. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really not in my future. Um, and the thing that really put me on the trajectory that I'm on now is that in my second year of my degree, I took a curatorial practicum with a visiting professor. And for that class, we worked with the Museum of Fine Arts in St. Petersburg, Florida, with their collection of photographs to mm -hmm. um, propose and install an exhibition of works in their collection. And I fell in love with the process. It combined oh, wow. my, my deep love for photography with this really sort of administrative and sort of geared project. Again, being really creative and conceptualizing what the show would be in collaboration with my um, classmates and, um, and with uh, folks at the institution as well. And then at the end, there was something on the walls. Yes. Yeah. that I could see and appreciate and feel that I contributed to. And it was the most exciting thing. That's wonderful. Um, yes. So a few months later, I finished my MA and was looking desperately for any kind of museum work, curatorial work, and ended up in Massachusetts doing an internship for a very tiny institution for the the very large sum of about three hundred dollars <laughs> uh, um, to sort of reconceptualize a very small part of their exhibition gallery, and having student debt and <laughs> and not having <laughs> deep pockets, um, I quickly had to supplement um, that internship with plenty of other work, and ended up working part time temporary jobs in the Boston area for different museums. Mm -hmm. um, large and small. And in fact, I was working at a really tiny house museum at the time that I applied to become a visitor services representative at Harvard right. uh, as a second job. And for several months thereafter, I was working seven days a week. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, which is something that um, may be familiar to some people listening. When you yes. are really dedicated to doing this kind of work, sometimes that's what you have to do. That is not uncommon. Right. 
And um, it was a very, very difficult, um, at times, very discouraging, um, knowing what, what my path forward, what, what might be, and whether or not I would be able to really stay in this sector of work. Mm-hmm. And I was so fortunate that, that my experience in visitor services was so positive that I was so excited. Like, this is not a joke. I was excited every single day to come to work at the museums three days a week and not quite as excited to go to my other job four days a week, even right. though the, the responsibilities were much, much different. Mm-hmm. I decided that I really wanted to stick to the museums and per, uh, pursue opportunities to move within the institution and learn yeah. more and be able to collaborate with our amazing colleagues, as you know, they're just unmatched. Um, And I have to say also that a perk was that Harvard offers so many benefits like um, tuition assistance to participate in extension school courses. So a few years later, I now have another master's in museum studies. That's marvelous. (laughs) And I have had three um, positions within the Harvard Art Museums. And I think, I mean, no one can tell the future. But I feel like extremely well positioned to be able to stay in my field. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like I get to do meaningful work at the Harvard Art Museums mm-hmm. and, and feel like my job has real purpose. I loved hearing about your, it's sort of a very rich path, you know, and, and also your, your path at, at the university, at Harvard and, and the museums, both experience and education um, contributing to your path in the field. Is there a favorite experience that you've had in this this job that you're in or or any of the jobs that you've had at the museums? Oh my gosh, Michael, there is no way for me to choose. Yeah. There are so many really rewarding and amazing experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I hold with me from each of my positions so many special people who have impacted my personal life and my work. And I think for me, if I had to boil my sort of number one thing about being at the museums, it's really the the people and the friendships that are so very important to me. And and I say that truly. (laughs) And as you know, we truly do work with amazing people. And it feels it sometimes feels unreal to be working side by side with such brilliant people and to really be part of the team and be on the same level and be appreciated for my individual thoughts and suggestions. And so I think that's that's a real perk of the job. For anybody interested in this kind of work, any advice, any, any thoughts? I would say if it's something that you're very passionate about pursuing don't give up on it this is Mm -hmm. speaking from someone who has wanted to give up several times (laughs) in my in my path to museum work Um, and also don't be afraid to reach out to people in positions that you're interested in or positions at museums in general if you know of someone or are in someone's network and want to learn more about what they do what their institution does whether they have opportunities. A lot of our colleagues actually give what we call sort of informal interviews, Mm -hmm. really just an opportunity to speak with someone in the field about the work that they do and your own experience and interests to see whether this kind of work feels like a, a natural fit. And I would say 
if you if you're able to get a foot in the door, every institution is different. It doesn't always work out. I can right. tell you from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're able to get a foot in in the door and get some museum experience, it goes a very very long way. I have to say that I learned one of the reasons I was able to move up into a staff assistant position was because I had the institutional experience of working with so many colleagues as a visitor services representative and having customer service experience. So I would say, don't be afraid to start somewhere else and try and make your own pathway to where you like to be. That's really good advice. And I do have to say, I have seen many of our colleagues myself included, I've done this, you know, always very happy to speak with people who are interested in working in museums and taking the time. People are sort of very generous around that. Thank you. And um, I'm just going to ask you to, to finish this particular sentence. You would like my work if? If you love art and organization. <laughs> well, Heather, this has been really fun to get to talk to you in yes, this way. Yes, I know. So nice to talk to you, Michael. I know. I miss seeing you uh, more regularly, um, but it Same. has been a pleasure hearing about your experiences, about your path, and to hear the, the, the work so, so well described. So thanks so much. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening to A Closer Look. Be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and sign up for our newsletter. See you next time.